0: My dad died, and I have no clue what to do. Welcome to 40inbox.com, where we help you master your money, so let's get right into it. So my dad died this morning. I was at home in California when I found out he died. My mom and dad recently retired, sold their house, and bought an RV, and have been traveling around the country enjoying retirement. They were on their way back to California, and we're in Utah, and he suffered an unexpected, I guess they're saying, and were in Utah, and he suffered an unexpected major catastrophic medical emergency this morning, and passed away just a few short hours later. Knowing my mom was alone in a town she had never been to before, and knows absolutely nothing about, I got on the first flight I could to get to her. During my travel up here, she was able to talk to someone at a funeral home the hospital told her to go to and start making arrangements. I got to her and we had dinner and are just now settling down for the night. My plan is to get everything taken care of here, then drive the RV back to my house in California. She can't drive it, isn't properly licensed and is scared to drive it. I'm properly licensed for it and have no problem driving it. That's pretty good of you to actually go and do something like that. Like, I think that right there, I mean, look, here's the thing. A lot of people in this situation probably wouldn't even have the balls to, like, drop everything at a like at the drop of a hat kind of thing and go and basically try to save your mom. Right, because basically, your mom just lost the love of her life, is alone, and had like basically no sense of uh sturdiness or security. So, you gotta give props to this person if you end up listening to this. You gotta give props to this person for basically dropping everything to immediately go and try to help their mom, right? Because that takes a lot of balls, that takes a lot of guts. And not a lot of people are willing to do something like that, even for someone that they love. So props to this individual for going and just dropping off everything to go and do that. And I think it's good that they are willing to drive the RV because their mom just isn't basically willing to or incapable of it as well. But I don't know what to do. She doesn't know what to do. And to make everything worse, everything was in his name. Everything. Bank accounts, credit cards, retirement accounts, everything. She has $200 cash and can't access any of the uh, any of the money in their banks because number one, the credit union doesn't have any branches out here. And number two, she doesn't know any login information or PIN numbers or anything to access the money. She was told a lot of stuff by the hospital and the funeral home But I wasn't there and don't know what was said. She doesn't even remember what day it is or what's going on because she's completely in shock that this has even happened. Which, you know, it makes perfect sense, right? But before we keep going into this story, yes, this is like a pretty crappy situation that she doesn't really know anything that's going on when it comes to the finances. Like, you should never do that to the person that you love, right? You should always make it very clear like hey this is our login information this is our tax information this is everything that we got to do so that we can live because you like you want to prepare for something worst case scenario like hey like we're partners we need to understand everything and let's go through life together right as a partnership so it's sad to see something like this where you know one partner just literally has no idea about anything which is just scary, right? You should never go through your life in a marriage specifically where the other person just does not know anything, right? So this is like a good foreshadowing for anyone that ends up listening to this or stumbling upon this is like, hey, if I get married, this is why you need to like be very open and share your accounts because you need to join your accounts so that something like this isn't that big of a deal, Right? So here's the thing, even though she doesn't know basically any of the information because she is married to him, right, married to the dad that ended up passing away, even though she doesn't know the information, they have to give her the information because she's married to him, right? Because a lot of people don't understand this, but when you get married – even though you might try to say that your accounts are separated, that your accounts are not on their name, you still have ownership of it, right? Legally speaking, you have claim over all the person's property. So just keep that in mind, right? That being said, I completely understand why she's in shock. It makes perfect sense. Anyone who has a good heart and truly love the individual that passed away would be in shock. So either way, perfectly understandable. This is going to be a hassle to deal with, but because they were married, it's just going to be a hassle instead of being a real issue. So that's good to understand, right? Like it's going to be a hassle, but not an issue, not like a life altering issue in the sense that like she's never going to have access to her money. That's that's not the case at all. Thankfully, they do have a wound place. Now that's awesome. I don't know the exact details of it, but I know she contacted the lawyer and has the ball rolling on that. The funeral home she spoke to has the death certificate being tied up and sent up to the hospital for a signature. Other than that, I have no clue how to get her money out of their checking account. I have no clue on where to point her on what to do. I've never been through this at all. And it was so unexpected that I don't even know where to start. Any advice, edit, update. We got a hold of the bank. She's actually fully listed on the account. That's amazing. And they're shipping her out a debit card overnight to a bank nearby where we are going to stop and rest tomorrow and should be back in business on that. Now, that's great that it was extremely easy to deal with that. Got everything taken care of at the funeral home. Should have this signed official death certificate tonight or tomorrow morning, depending on when the county can get it processed and permitted. That's good to know. Lawyer had all the life insurance information, and we've spoken to them and are waiting for the death certificate before they do anything. That's great. Da, da, da. So they're finally falling into place now that the dust has kind of cleared. Okay, so that's good. So basically, they're in a much better position right now. That's very good. But the thing to really understand, right, is that you could also just think about it like this, right? Like this could have actually been way worse, right? This could have been a much worse situation, right? This could have been a situation where they did not have life insurance, right? Which could have completely destroyed the widowed wife completely, right? Now, it's also a good thing that they had a will to make things clear, right? Now, obviously, they don't know everything about it, but the fact that they even had a will is amazing, right? The thing to really understand about this situation that someone could actually learn from is that you have to view your marriage like a partnership, right? Like, you have to be on equal footing In a marriage, when it comes to like, look, you could have like a partner who ends up basically being like, hey, I don't really want to deal with the finances. And there's nothing wrong with that. But they still have to understand the finances. They still have to understand the plan for the finances, right? Because if they're completely, you know, pushed away from the finances, they're disconnected, there's going to be resentment on both sides, right? Because this could end up extremely bad Like this could have ended up extremely bad And then she would end up getting resentful Towards her late husband, right? Which is horrible, right? You don't want to feel resentful towards the one that you love That ended up passing away Like no one wants to be in that situation, right? So that's something to really think about Because, again, personal finance is simple But it's hard to do, right? It's simple, but hard to actually manage it. So just keep that in mind. And for those who need help mastering their money, you know, getting out of debt, building an emergency fund, and starting to invest, go check out forwardingbox.com to learn the secret to mastering your money. And we'll see you in future episodes. Feel free to share this with someone who ends up needing to hear something about this, who might be dealing with something like this, right? But pretty much... The main thing to really get from this is that always have an open communication when it comes to finances with someone that you're a partner with. Also, if something dramatic ends up happening, just get into the position where you have a clearer mind before you make massive financial decisions because you never want to rush into a massive financial decision when you're emotional. Or when you are in shock or when you don't have a clear head. Because that's when things can get extremely bad. You end up going into massive amounts of debt for no reason. You might, you know, really bad investments for no reason. You start to get scared and you end up getting into like policies or contracts for like no reason. So just keep that in mind. Keep things simple. If something super bad happens in your life, just sit on it sit on it for at least a couple of weeks to a month or two months before you make massive decisions, right? Because the thing is, everyone gets affected by things like this differently. So, you know, you might be good after a week, right? But in a lot of cases, people can't really recover this for months, right? So, for example, they have the life insurance thing, right? So let's say that she ends up getting a massive amount of money from the life insurance. The best advice for that would be to sit on it for a few months, right? Because she's the type of person who's going to react in a very emotional way just based off what this individual said, right? Where she was completely in shock, she was too scared to drive, all that kind of stuff, right? Like That kind of is like key... uh, kind of key factors, key notes, key like uh, signals basically saying like, oh, wait a minute, I'm probably going to react kind of bad in a bad emotional state. So just keep that in mind. Take things slow. Personal finance is simple, but again, always hard to do. We'll see you in future episodes. Stay tuned for more. Feel free to share this with someone. But yeah, I hope these individuals end up having a you know, better situation later on because this is really crappy to deal with. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level